Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan Podcast. My name is Brendan. I'm here with Sheila on her back deck. Thank you, Sheila, for your hospitality this morning. And Sheila, how long have you been at Victory Point? Oh, wow. Great question. I don't know. You don't know? Um, Two years? No. Three years? Way longer than I that. I know. I know. I bet like <laughs> 10 yeah. Maybe okay. we found it by accident. Okay. Well, well, when that's actually not totally true. It used to meet in a school, and then we went into when we moved back from Indiana. We went to where the gathering was, like in a school. I think it was a meeting in West Ottawa. Okay. And then friends of ours became worship directors at a different church, and we ended up going there. And then one day we were rerouted down Riley because of construction. No, wait, Quincy. We were rerouted down Quincy. And so they made me drive like past Ransom. Uh-huh. And I and I drove past Victory Point, which is really in a terrible location. Yep. It's literally in a field. Yeah. But Funny I that came, you have to be rerouted. Yes. And I came home to Todd and I'm like, Todd, that church that we went to in the school, I think built a building. And then it's literally like five minutes from our house. Mm-hmm. So that was funny. So we, we were like, oh, the church we were going to was pretty far from us. Uh-huh. So that was tricky because um, we just wanted something a little bit closer. So yeah. we, we tried it out. I mean, we had little kids. We really were attracted to the part that we take God seriously, but not ourselves too seriously. Huh. That was something that was said quite a bit around that time. And I'm like, oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, and then we just met family there. So that's how that happened. That's awesome. It was by accident. <laughs> yeah, not literal family there. No, not you literal. Like became your family. Yes, yeah. totally. Uh-huh. Just real people. I loved that. Yeah. Who take God seriously, but not really ourselves. Yeah, that's that was cool. perfect. I love that. Yeah, so me too. That was, let's say that was 10 years ago I or so. I think so, because I bet Jillian, kids were little. Yeah, they were little. Not too little, but yeah, little. Okay. And for you as a disciple... In your own life, what's changed in the last 10 years for you? Mm. Well, lots of things. I mean, I feel like I'm so not the same person that I was. Really? Yeah, but I think anytime you're intentional about being in the Word and letting God work in and through you, um, I feel like I... I'm not great at it, but I try to think a little quick more before I talk. Yeah. <laughs> I think that has changed. <laughs> I really like words. I just am trying to use a little bit less of them. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. I think my words probably the most. I think yeah. they should be few, true, gentle, and life-giving. Yeah. And so that maybe has changed. Um, I think the way, I think our hearts and a whole have been changed more to care about the things that God cares about. Yeah. Um, till joining our family was a big piece of that. Yeah. You know, I think when you are trying to seek after him and love what God loves and having your hearts broken for what breaks his, um, that's been a journey that our family has been on. Todd's been a really remarkable leader in that. Yeah. 
That's sweet. Yeah. What's changed for you? Oh gosh. Um, a lot of things. The thanks for asking. the The first thing that's changed for me is that I'm finally seeing my family as not just a family that goes to church, but that is the church. Mm. And my life feels so much more integrated. Um, in the past, um, I, as a disciple, I felt like I had my church friends and then I had um, the rest of my life, you know? Yeah. And I do church things and then I go and just do the rest of my life. And when I would hear a sermon, I would be thinking, okay, I know I'm supposed to serve the poor or uh -huh. love my neighbors. I hope that happens this week. You know, like I hope that right. there's some happy accident that happens and, yeah, yeah. you know, and discipleship and mission happens in my week. And I just, I just feel so alone the rest of my life. Like, I don't know what to do. You know, and I think a lot of us feel that way, um, I guess. Um, but I just feel kind of alone, like. Well, this is great to talk about on Sunday, but on Monday morning, um, what am I supposed to do? Just like do that on my own. Right. And um, I think at Victory Point, what I've found is um, is a group of people who are joining together with each other outside of Sunday morning, mm -hmm. not just to get together for a Bible study, um, but to actually embody the kingdom of God. Yeah. And that was a huge shift for me and my family. Uh that um has changed my life and so um we we feel encouraged and blessed and empowered to be living this stuff out with other people um uh, during the week and to be the church mm -hmm. so for me that's the big difference that um uh, god has been doing in my life for the last six years or so mm -hmm. um so yeah i'm thankful for that and to be a part of a church that um, i really believe um, in the vision, um, yeah. feel really strongly about, um, the vision of discipleship and, um, well, our team is amazing. You're a part of that, Brendan. Thank you. I mean, you're leading so well. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, um, I like to, on Tuesdays, I like to be able to hear a little bit. I don't know why on Tuesdays, but <laughs> Tuesdays I like to be able to hear a little bit more about our guests. So thanks, ah. for, <laughs> thanks for filling us in a little more on your life. And you're a teacher. Yeah, I am. Tell us a little, just a little bit. First just give grade us a snapshot teacher of your family. at Rose Park Christian, Holland Christian Schools. Okay. I love my job, Brendan. Uh -huh. I feel like I, I can't believe they pay me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I love crazy. doing what I do. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Um. You know, this whole online learning piece, I I feel like, wow, I never would have chose that, but I think it made me a better teacher. Yeah. I had to think differently than I thought before. Boy, you know, it's given me a very real experience to live out my faith because really? what I say to the kids every day about trusting God and leaning into Him and saying that He's in control, well, I mean, we we were able to live that out for our kids yeah. and we could choose, do we complain about it or, or say this isn't right or this isn't the way, or do we live the truth that we've been speaking yeah. and say, God will meet us in this. This wasn't a surprise to him. Um, sometimes I think it's going on a little longer than I'd hoped because I had more lessons to learn. I don't know. I got, sorry, uh -huh. everybody. I feel like it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I get another chance to try to live faithfully mm -hmm. in a hard time. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't know. I feel like how we respond to it as Christians, our kids are watching. Yeah. So to me, it's, um, 
and I have not, please don't hear, I have not done it perfectly, but um, it's given me a chance to live out my faith in a way that I didn't expect yeah. and to trust God in a way I didn't expect. Yeah, it's amazing how when um, we're reminded about the um, shakeability of the world, so to yeah. speak, the, the, the unpredictability, the uncertainty of the world, when we're reminded that the world is like that through a pandemic like this, how much more our faith comes alive and is relevant. Yeah. You know, our faith is really for people in trouble. It's not for people who are okay. It's for people who are in trouble seeking God, wrestling with God. Yeah. You know, we're the wrestlers. And yeah. so um, it's been amazing over the last few months as a lot of things have shaken to be holding on to an unshakable faith and to realize, wow, this actually speaks this is actually a really strong rock to stand on right now when mm -hmm. everything else is shaking. I think of that Hebrews verse, let us hold unswervingly to, is it Hebrews? Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for mm. he who promises faithful. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe it's, I don't know where it is. I think it's Hebrews 10. I'm not sure. Maybe look that up, Brendan. <laughs> yep. But it's I Hebrew just, 10, you're right. It was it? Yeah. But I feel like, um, you know, that was written to a people who's, like times were hard, you yeah. know, no one's reminded to hold unswervingly when everything's going pretty easily for them. Mm -hmm. And then just to be reminded the second part, like for he who promises faithful, um, you know, the, the people that it was written to, they were probably being persecuted for their faith. Yeah. We have nothing like that, but like at the same, well, I mean, living in a pandemic is nothing like that. There are people being yeah, persecuted. Yeah. So don't, I didn't mean it like that, but I'm just saying like, we have a good God who has conquered the sin and the brokenness of this world. And we have to remember he's faithful in the hard times and to hold on to the faith that we profess. Yeah. That's what's helping me get through yeah. what's tricky yeah. during these days. Yeah, absolutely. And just to be reminded that God, he is working through this. Yeah. And the unchanging good news sounds a lot, more like good news when everything else sounds like bad news yeah. you know like when <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true. there's a the word of good news is really good right now yes yeah yes it is all right so today our passage is psalm 17 verses 1 through 7 and then we jump to 15. Uh, is that right if i read this one yeah, for us all right hear a just cause O lord attend to my cry give ear to my prayer from lips free of deceit. From you let my vindication come. Let your eyes see the right. If you try my heart, if you visit me by night, if you test me, you will find no wickedness in me. My mouth does not transgress. As for what others do, by the word of your lips I have avoided the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast, fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to hear to me. Hear my words. Wondrously show your steadfast love, O Savior of those who seek refuge from their adversaries at your right hand. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied, beholding your likeness. Oh, Brendan, what spoke to you in this passage? Oh, man. Um, for me... I, I can't help but imagine Jacob slash Israel um, in this psalm. You know, um, it's just all over the place. Um, so, you know, vindication and um, 
you know, tr being tried by night and being tested. Um, you know, my feet won't move. You know, my feet have not slipped. The idea that um, he's holding fast all night um, in wrestling with God and not giving up. So um, just the perseverance, I guess, of, of the people of faith who have gone before us and also the faith that we inherit is one of perseverance. Um, but I think what the word that stuck out to me there is steadfast love. Um, wondrously show your steadfast love, O Savior, those who seek refuge from their adversaries at your right hand. Um, I just think, man, God is wrestling with us. He is testing us. He is um, provoking maybe a struggle. And it's because of his great love for us. You know, his steadfast, unending love um, that, you know, even God's love sometimes I wrestle with. You know, and um, so that's the word that, that stuck out to me. I'm guessing that's the word hesed in Hebrew, which is, you know, the unchanging, unfailing, never-ending love of God that's just, yeah. you know, advancing upon the world like a, a river or a geyser, you know, just washing away all the sin and brokenness and bringing God's goodness in life. And, um, and that's something, you know, there's there's stuff in me that God's love needs to wash away and to deal with and to transform. And that's something that I need to hold fast while God does that work in me and, um, and wrestle with him as he, as he does that work and not give up on it, oh, you know? So, so for me, that was the, that was the word that stuck out to me. How about you, Sheila? Um, well, I pictured David writing this mm -hmm. and how he says, like, hear me, Lord, my plea is just, listen to my cry, let my vindication come from you, um, may your eyes see what is right. I looked up the word vindication, mm -hmm. but just to clear someone of blame or suspicion is um, the meaning that I, and I was picturing, like, him hiding in caves from Saul, <laughs> like just be, I don't know when it, I don't know if he wrote this at that time, but just um, how Saul was hunting him down. Do you know if he wrote this at that time? I My questions again, <laughs> I'm always asking I you. I don't Brandon. know if that's when he wrote it, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, just I think it's okay picture, to imagine him. In that yes. Setting. And yep. just picture like, this isn't fair. God is what I feel like he's saying. Like, when are you going to clear my name and help me and fight my battles? And, and then it seems like he goes on to say like, my steps have held to your path. My feet have not stumbled. Um, my mouth has not transgressed. Transgressed. Those were some of the things that he wrote. And I'm thinking, oh boy, I'm not sure I would be able to say those <laughs> things before the Lord uh -huh. and be like, uh, it's almost like David's pleading his own cause to mm -hmm. him. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness. I know the Bible says that he was like a man after God's own heart, but really have his steps held to his path and not stumbled. And mm -hmm. like, was he really that good? Yeah. Um, because sometimes I just feel like, oh, I am not that good. Yeah. And you want to so, be able to say that. Oh yeah, yeah. But I also know myself. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I just feel like, could I say those same things? Yeah. Would this be true? I mean, my prayers feel like I'm just saying, oh God, be merciful. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I mean, look at David. I, I mean, I'd almost call David out and be like, what do you call Bathsheba other than your, your feet slipping? I like, know. <laughs> like, come on. I know. There's I something... picture Bathsheba happening after this, though. But, <laughs> like even, when, so, but even, even so, even so, you're like, right. He would. People would 
have been singing this psalm for generations yes, after David, even today. Good point. And and so those words reflect on David you're right. you know, as a psalm. And we can't, either we have to go, well, it was written by somebody who ultimately caved in. So it's not really true. Yeah. Or it it's like a prophecy, you know, that, ah. that points to Jesus. Okay, who is the one whose feet did not slip yeah. you know, on his way up to Calvary? You know, like, right. like who's the one? who whose vindication came and who avoided the ways of the violent and who didn't transgress and in whom we found no wickedness right like yes it's only jesus right like jesus fulfills this psalm Mm -hmm. perfectly um and and if you read it that way i mean we we've talked about actually beautiful we've used this a lot in by reading plan is uh i think we would call it like the christological key for a like a, a psalm to to look through it as if Jesus is singing on the cross. Ah. And I actually think that Jesus might have been singing through like all the Psalms while he was hanging on the cross. Right? My God, my God, why have you forsaken uh, yeah. me, right? Into your hands I commit my spirit. Yes. Um, but uh, imagine Jesus singing on this cross and going like, man, reflecting on his whole life and going, God, from from the moment I was born on this earth, like I have not transgressed. I have My feet have not slipped. I've, I've wrestled with you. I've ah. wrestled with these people. I've stayed faithful mm-hmm. on their behalf. Um, I didn't give in to violence, even when they struck me in the cheek. I turned the other cheek. I let them, you know, whip me. Even though he could have, like, uh, even like the angel dislodged Jacob's hip, he could have just been like, "Boom, fight's uh-huh. over. I'm <laughs> right, done. You know, right? you will not kill me." But Jesus lets lets it go all the way through death, and um, and doesn't doesn't lose his footing the whole time. You know, right? So I don't know that. That's when actually you, beautiful. When, uh, when you say that about like, um, you know, I can't uphold this, mm-hmm. and I think it's true. We we can't uphold this. We can't we can't end our lives saying, yeah, we'd have to be liars to end our lives saying like, yeah, I I never my feet never slip. Right. That's but just... in Christ they didn't. You know, in Christ, in, in Christ um, he yeah. takes us up with him on the cross and says like anybody who's in me they can say the same thing and if you think about that word vindicate it really does mean to clear someone of blame yeah. or suspicion which yep. is what what god did through christ for us yeah yep. um, and in heaven we are it talks about in verse 15 i will be vindicated when i see your face yeah yeah i mean i picture that being in heaven yeah that's good news sweet well thanks everyone for listening um, if you're wrestling with something or you feel imperfect or you're like, man, I can't get my act straight. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that Jesus um, has already done it all for you oh, yeah. and you don't have to beat yourself up or um, feel stressed or like, you know, worried that you're not perfect or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus is enough for you. And um I mean, that's a wrestling of its own, trying to just accept God's grace, you know, but um, that's the really the, the work that we have to do is to receive God's love in every area of our lives and not try to be perfect. So, Oh, absolutely. We're righteous because of God. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So thanks, everybody. Go in peace. We will be with you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm